God, I love our music. What up, everybody? Welcome back to the Nashville Unsigned Podcast. We're back covering all things digital and music news and resources in the independent community. Mm-hmm. I am straight chilling with my business partners, Nick Brown. What's up, everybody? What do you do, Nick? Uh, I actually uh, make sure the website's up, available, and you can go register at nationalinsign.com slash register. Holla! Website pimping. I'm Amber Soman, networking and social media guru. I'm Jared Rigsby, writer, uh, web guy, SEO, marketing. Pimp. Different stuff. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm Patrick Lorney, and it's making these look good. Oh, yeah. So Nashville and Sun, of course, is your go-to for for all things um, independence. We are a one-stop shop for digital magazine, label services, live events, and home of the largest independent, number one independent community in the city. Largest and number one. We are number one. I love checking that thing out. Just seeing what people upload, the music, and everything. It's it's very awesome. Join the movement. Hashtag. Get on over to YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, search the news. On, um, no, not the news. The National Unsigned Podcast. Nashville Unsigned. Yeah. How can I not get this right? It's, every it's single muscle time. memory. It's literally every it's muscle Nashville memory. Unsigned Podcast on Apple Music. Uh, where else are we? We're SoundCloud. SoundCloud. You can check We're out on SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Yeah. Uh, Somebody get us on Spotify. Yeah, yep. we got a playlist. <laughs> Keep it updated. Very good. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then shout out to Oneno for our beautiful theme music. Of course. Thank you, man. Woo-woo. Pull over that ass too fat. Pull over that ass too fat. (laughs) So today we are talking about um, another question that has been kicked to us via our unsigned community Mm -hmm. is the difference between um, why a single is better than an album or vice versa. How do you launch your music? Mm -hmm. And I think we all have opinions on that today. Yeah, single, album, EP, where do I start? Mm Mm-hmm. Where I think you a lot. St- no, that's a deep question. <laughs> I mean, you kind of all you left, us, you left us stunned. You left us stunned for a second. Well, I was over I think, here like a Nintendo boss. I was like, I, 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 I was like, shit, he's about to go into something. Everybody, get ready, strap your seatbelts up, hang on to your nipples. I think we're pretty much in a, in a consensus that uh, singles come first. Yeah, so far, I'm, that's what I'm thinking. I'm, I know I'm gonna be the only person against this. But, yeah, okay. But let's let's, well, let's, talk singles, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about. Let's talk about singles versus albums. Um, I think a lot of it comes back to how you record it. You know, are you, when you because it comes down, you got to record it before you can sell it. That's true. Is, mm. Before you can do anything, you got to go into uh, you know a studio or figure something out and get it recorded. So I think that is is one of the determining factors of how you release it. You know, you could do like a slow drip sort of situation, and you know that could be good. Yeah. But I mean. If otherwise you're just holding out on material you've already got. Yeah, yeah. here's a, here's a, here's a way that, that. Yeah, let's talk about the album first. Yeah, yeah. This is yeah. this is the way that I look at it. And I, let me first say that I recognize that the market is about touching your audience as much as possible. Mm. There's so much com- competition out there. Hashtag that, non-sexual. That's true. Non-sexual. Yeah. <laughs> Gay creeper. Touch them however you need to. Come on, George. Sing it to me. <laughs> but but, but here, here's the way I feel about it. Like, I understand the argument of in today's social atmosphere, you have to put a milk of bowl out, uh, a bowl oh, of milk no. every single day for the cat to keep coming. <laughs> right. And I understand that, yeah, yeah. right? But to me, I think that it really kind of depends on the genre. 
Mm-hmm. Because you have to think about like what you're producing. If you're producing something that's inbox, the new age of EDM or pop or whatever, when you're inspired, Just make lay the song down go. while you're inspired and yeah. put it out. That's true. But when you're talking about things like Americana or country or something like that, you're talking about getting real life elite musicians into a studio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is not fiscally even even remotely possible mm. to record a single at a time. That's an interesting angle. It's yeah. not. If you get one of the best drummers in the world, one of the best guitar players, one of the best bass players, one of the best fiddle players, or something like that, to playing actual analog instruments to come into a studio, you're going to pay them a day rate. And for a drummer to lay down one song and then to leave... It's just not fiscally. Mm-hmm. Yep. It, it, so, so what about what would happen the is other... they would come in and they would record, like a uh, um, couple of the records that I just recently produced. We would do four and or five songs a day with the yep. rhythm section. Oh yeah. yeah. Right. So now you've got five songs. Uh-huh. It makes more sense to spend two days in a studio and record them all. Now, some people would say, okay, just release them a single at a time, and that. That I will will listen to that argument. Yeah. But as far as the recording process is concerned, there's a reason why vinyl has come back, the way that I believe, is because there's a tangible collection of songs yeah. that all lend themselves to a very specific content message. And when you are releasing a single and then a single and a single and a single, I think it's more squirrely, if you will, than a collection of songs that all point to a single purpose. Now, with that said, I think that... I'm sorry I'm talking a lot. I just have a lot yeah, to say. Yeah, we're like, right? come on, come because on. Because here's what's going to happen. Here's what's going to happen. I'm going to present, the Patrick Learney show. Sorry, yeah. I'm, I'm going to present why an album is important and the rest of the show is going to yeah, be single. Yeah, and then we so are going so to take well, my time. I, I lay down some saying. analytics and some statistics exactly. on so why this may production. not be the most effective. It goes back to the production and production yeah. costs. I mean, I just think what is, is responsible. And like I said, you could still release them a single at a time. Yeah. But I also believe that, like... Putting out a collection of songs that all kind of point to the same purpose. If you're a new artist in one of these genres like Americana or country or whatever, you have to establish your foundation. Yeah, and your foundation is not going to happen with a single. Yeah. You have to say, hey, listen, these are the things that I stand for, but not something that I stood for on Tuesday and recorded it yeah. and put it out. This is something that I stood yeah. for for a year. It's a better mm. insight into what you're about than yeah. just one song. Exactly. Yeah. And then from that point forward, once people yeah. understand your brand and you have your foundation set, then release singles forever. I think but you kind of have to have that establishment of this is yeah. who yeah. I am as a body of yeah. work and then you can move forward from there. Let me ask you I a question real quick. Yeah, um, yeah, what, ab- what about like if you had unsigned musicians? Like you talk about like studio musicians and a really expensive studio but isn't there a way to do that? Like There is a way to do that. Like do that with Very musicians. Very effective who, way to do that. I mean because we all know tons of musicians who don't necessarily do it professionally. Like, you know, we saying goes in Nashville, we're talking about talents a dime a dozen. And there's a lot more people who aren't getting work that are totally talented at it. My do you, I mean, they still pay them, but like maybe not as much as someone who yeah, has just work like a different the, deal. the economic, you know, there's an economic advantage. My like, experience with that is if I work with an artist that has not been a studio musician for years and years and years, mm-hmm. When, it, like, money is, time is money. Everybody knows that, right? Yeah. Okay. If they do four takes, yeah. it's which one did they play clean enough? 
Okay. Whereas yeah. if you put somebody who's been doing studio musician for 20 years, mm-hmm. it's four options. Which one do you want? Yeah, mm-hmm. you want a pro It's very, or very, not? very, it's, it's very, very different. There's yeah. a level of like, and I'm not it's talking about like Keith Urban yeah. really. is an amazing guitarist. Uh-huh. He's not a studio musician. Yeah. Like studio musicians are like leaps and bounds above. Now, when you get down to something like, you know, a Circina mm-hmm. or somebody who's working inside of the box where they can quantitate beats. Yeah. So it's not like the drummer has to be completely on time. It's literally right. a mathematical certainty uh-huh. when you plug it into this program. Yeah, more like That's uh, a totally different genre. Yeah. And some of these guys, so you, some of these producers so are amazing. The genre, really. In two days, they can make you a single. I think the compromise is finding these folks that are just getting Yeah, it. I think as an, ind- but we got to remember who we're talking to. So we're talking to an independent artist. And so the thing is, is like, uh, yeah, for, <clears throat> there are a very small amount of independent artists that would be able to afford that. So we're, we're pointing back to our demographic. So with an album, I do think collectively it's cheaper. So you're getting a collection of songs and you're working with one producer typically that's helping you create a streamlined, cohesive story. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, if you're working with multiple producers, you may not get the same story all the way across the board. So with an album, I do think that is the case. Um, But I think that that, like an album is still like, we you can find independent musicians that would do that on a cheaper budget that actually just because they're independent doesn't mean they're not as good as the the 30 year tenured vet mm-hmm. you know musician um the studio musician the, that's what we kind of rally behind is the independent so not just the independent mm-hmm. artist but the independent musician that's also a badass biatch yeah. you know in the studio so there it's possible to find that i i don't think that's what's happening on the scene though if we were to like sit back and be like, what's happening on the independent scene? Mm-hmm. It's not studio musicians. Um, it's it is singles and it's bands. Like it's rare that we see just an artist. Uh, typically, they have their own band or they're in a band mm-hmm. that stays with them. Like Tiger Drive, for instance. And I know we reference them on another podcast, but they do everything in house. They do everything in house. They don't have to hire anybody else. They can release singles all the time. Mm-hmm. But then we go into the pros of releasing singles. And um, it, of course, when we're talking to independent musicians, no major label musicians, you're working with a low budget. We know that. We know what your a- your average income is $35,000 a year. Like, we understand that. And so we know that you're working on a low budget. Um, I think that um, a single allows you to be agile. And what that is, is um, in apps, they use a methodology called agile methodology. And what that means is you execute something and you test it, execute, test, execute, test. So the thing is, I think with an album, it's kind of an old school way of looking at it because technology and music is changing so rapidly. We're consuming music like it's oxygen right now. Mm-hmm. So it's changing so rapidly. 12 songs, like, and you release a song a month, your 12th song may not be as relevant as your, yeah. you know, your six-month song was. And that's because it's evolving so mm. quickly and yet does depend on your genre. Yeah, um, I think that, mm-hmm. like, what you were saying... But say- I think agile. I think you have to be agile in today's music industry. I to be successful to be to as an independent musician... Which is to say that you're an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. And when you're an entrepreneur, you need to be a professional pivoter. Mm -hmm. And so I totally understand the the argument for the single because Mm -hmm. it's like, put this out. If it fails, okay. Pivot. 
yeah. if it, it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And if it doesn't, if it's successful, then let's do that again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I totally, I totally agree with that. And that's what agile is saying yeah. is like, it be malleable, like be able to move if you want to be able to move. Um, and that's with technology mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. They say like, that's the, the new age way of developing apps is to yeah. be able to test each iteration as you move along. So you can, alter the app in the pro in the process of actually building it yeah just like an artist you can alter things that is that are working and that are not working based on analytics if you're not super committing 30 40 50 thousand dollars to a 12 song album that you may not even be relevant with Mm -hmm. in six months but depending on you know one of the people Mm -hmm. that i think that is like really dancing the line of this whole thing that's mixing the two is john mayer Mm. He's in the middle of a tour for an entire record, and he's just like, you know what? I recorded this single called New Light. Right. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. totally different than anything else that yeah. I'm doing. Yeah. Screw yeah. it. I'm going to release a, a single in the middle of my album. But yeah. you got to think about and what, what the consumer. what a badass to think that like he can just mix the two. Well, he knew what I'm the like, consumer so is digesting. Like, what is the consumer digesting? They're wanting to digest more and more music, and they're wanting to digest things that are different. And so with John Mayer, I think that's what that is, is like, He's acknowledging people want something different. And this is the section that we call a Casey Casey's Corner. Producer Casey's Casey Corner. Here. <coughs> Let me get Casey that right. Stripper Producer Corner. Casey here. Now, as an unapologetic John Mayer fan, I know mm-hmm. a hell of a lot about him and his business strategy. And I realized uh, last year when he started putting out uh, his love, he released the first song, Love on the Weekend. Mm-hmm. His latest album, he released four songs at a time each month brilliant by the way yep. which is and and if you want to talk about the cutting edge of distribution of mm-hmm. of music john mayer is figuring it out and he's a perfect case study for it he released those four songs every time he released 12 songs and he in called total. them waves and he called them the and he waves. recorded them all yeah. at the same time but i will say this the first person in major music to do that was actually um, kanye west no good uh, fridays jason <laughs> good Fri- kanye west yeah uh-uh. Well, I don't know. I, Jason, Jason Mraz uh, released uh, a thing where he had four different... He recorded an entire album, but in, instead of releasing 12 songs, he released three at a time um, and basically said, well, I don't remember what it was, we live, we love, we laugh, or some crazy shit. Something that would be on a, the, the kitchen wall. Exactly. In, in, in yeah, a nice in studio your, apartment. Yeah, something, yeah. Right. something that you can find at on a Hobby canvas. Lobby. Yeah. Mm. Big <laughs> you know I mean? At canvas. But anyway, this that made, made a lot of home. sense because he was basically doing the 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 bowl of milk and the cat thing, mm-hmm. but he was doing it after he had recorded, you know, financially had recorded an entire record, and then was releasing them pieces at a time. But that requires you to have a marketing strategy together before you ever even step foot in the studio, and a lot of a lot of the independent community doesn't have that yeah. um, together. Like for sure, for instance, especially um, new, newcomers. I know right. somebody that I did it really that strategy, well. Though. Class two Sinclair uh, launched like. Uh, Barcelona sometimes and so these were singles three to four singles um, and then she made sure the cover art was cohesive right right and as a collection within mm-hmm. the marketing strategy for that rollout so I do think again I'm gonna go back to like singles it's the way to go and if we're talking to the independent community because we know that's who we're talking to we know that that fits in your budget um, it's fresh it keeps things fresh it yeah. keeps you relevant I like the like, creativity aspect and you had a really good point around psychology yeah so drop yeah there's like drop that 
shit right now. <laughs> technology. Well, it, boop, 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 boop. it triggers your creativity because it's like, um, I don't want to say instant gratification, right? Because you're doing work in the studio and, and you need to perfect something and actually do a good job for anyone to care about it. But um, once you get that like reward, that feedback, and you and you did something and it worked out like to some degree to any degree that just fuels you like and as far as like inspiration and creativity right and and maybe you can kind of like do it on like a budget and you're like oh I well I made some money back and then I can you know produce this I can Recycling. I can bring someone in I can build from there and do the cycle and it it it, it stays exciting for you and, and for a creative angle you need to be excited about your and project. I think that I think that like, pop music like pop is short yeah. for pop popular right right and whatever right. you and so, can create I mean, right when you're so talking I, about I think bands it's when you like get pop. into it and you're pivoting and saying hey this is what the public likes every day that mm -hmm. that's one thing when you're talking about country music or americana rock man or rock blues, pivots or, like that though yeah. So, yeah. so I just think that there's there's something to be said like for that. you know what like yeah. screw what the future thinks mm -hmm. this is my vision and I'm gonna put out twelve of these songs yeah and I'm gonna just say I'm yeah, committed well, to a body to, of work yeah you have yeah. to there's understand that you're that, gonna right? I, mean, I like gonna, that format too but yeah like um, you're gonna lose content that way you're gonna format. push it out and you're just not going the dollar amount you spent on the content on the hour is not going to, it's not going to equivalent in views or reach that it should. What do you guys think about like, uh, like a material, like, um, like you mentioned vinyl or something like that, like well, that's vinyl a, or like a CD. Right. And that's, and that's that, what I guess where I'm talking about as far as collection. Like I have just done the editing, like editing story for, um, album. one of our latest, um, uh, Nashville unsigned alumni, uh, named Bishop Gunn. And they, um, just put out, was it an eight song mm -hmm. EP or something yeah, like cool. that? And they recorded that EP in three different studios. Yeah. Which was a, a Fame, Muscle Shoals. Muscle and, Shoals sounds. Yeah, purple something. I, uh, I can't Refer remember. to our interview. Yeah, yeah. You guys Check can out find the, that on uh, YouTube. The Bishop, uh, Bishop Gun interview. We ain't trying to exactly. remember that. But anyway, three different studios they recorded these songs in. And like they were able, they were, you know, kind of talking about how like they wanted to make sure that the vision was kind of you know collective though mm. you know what i mean mm -hmm. yeah and that was a little bit of a challenge for them because they were bouncing between studios right. now there's two solutions to that mm -hmm. number one you stay in one studio and record an entire body of work or like in a single age sure mm -hmm. record them and release them separately right um you can kind of move between them. Now, Circina, um, uh, she's, uh, I don't what class is it? Class two, but she like did the single release and then rolled out to an EP. Right, and then rolled out to an EP. And then yeah. whistled and it, too. From what oh, I've yeah. heard um, from Molly is that they're that Molly really wants to, right now, the next thing she wants to do is release an entire body of work. She wants to release 12 songs. Yeah. And so I think that there's there's something about, like, you know, you know, take from Beyonce and like her like yeah. video albums. Like every once in a while, it might be cool to just like drop a bomb of like totally. a shit. Ton Here's of what content, I say: invest, you know? especially invest if you're a prolific songwriter. Different. And, invest know? in something different. Invest in a video. You know, you're gonna get a lot more content. You're gonna get, or you're gonna get a lot more views. You're gonna get a lot more reach and video content in all platforms. So. I, again, disagree. I don't think that you should do a full body of work. If you are a brand new artist, you need to build your catalog. You probably do need to come out of the gate with something like that. But if you mm. are marketing, do not 
you can still record an entire body of work and roll one song out at a time. You can still do that. Mm -hmm. You may not be relevant on the 12th song, but you can still do that. Mm -hmm. I do think that you have to, you have to tandem a video, whether it's a live stream, whether it's an acoustic video, whether it's a full on music video, or it's a friggin' audio video. Mm -hmm. You've got to have something. It could be an animation like Ren from class five did. So I do think that if your single isn't tandem to a video, you're, you are going to almost toss your content out and just be like, well, shit, that's not going to get anything, Mm -hmm. you know, like you're charging it to the game really. Um, But I think that it should be, if we're giving you an effective schedule or an effective way to execute things, if you're not rolling out things every two weeks, then then you probably should be rolling out something every two weeks, whether it's a video, whether it's a single or like, an audio video. See, the thing is, I like to break it down to like dollars, you know. So uh, it's don't like, make dollars; it don't make sense. So, so one thing uh-huh. I do want to you know to bring up is like how many millions of views have you got to get because i mean like if you do have an actual cd you know like a physical copy you know like you would need like an album or at least an ep you'll need uh, a cd player for more that than just a single really <laughs> to have you know a physical cd to merit you know selling you know not even considering digital downloads but i mean you know the profit margin on a cd compared to the the number of you know streams and downloads that you would require to meet that it, it's a lot mm. yeah. so you know i think one thing to consider is you know the the realistic you know it's like are, when you put this out there are you re- how many millions of views do you really need you know mm-hmm. to, I mean to I actually agree with you and here's one of the things that I've found um, you know it's no secret that I manage the Young Fables the, our our actually our best sales mm-hmm. are vinyl yeah I can see in yeah, this merch. vinyl age it's merch totally, yeah. there's no possible well, way think, yeah, that you could do vinyl on a single. It is so expensive. You have to have a body of work. People are doing that (laughs) as merch for sure. So I guess it depends on how you're coming at it. I think it's genre. genre I think it's genre. How you're coming at it right now. Because I just think total Americana and country is not not caught up up with the rest of the world. (laughs) Let's be honest, we're way behind. (laughs) Yeah, I think that um, (laughs) B... Well, they're story. They're story focused. And I think when you have an album, a long form, uh, like medium like that, it tells a story. Yeah. And I see, yeah, it's we're in, a, in an ADD. Yeah. Um, again, we have to know a lot who's consuming it, who's and consuming it, and like in a millennial Gen Z um, environment that's consuming music more than any other generation. What does their personalities look like? Their personalities look like ADD. Yeah, squirrel. Like, it's super squirrely. <laughs> squirrel town. So yeah. again, and I, if 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 I were giving personal advice to the independent community, mm-hmm. I would say. Um, take your budget, be very strategic with it. I wouldn't drop it on an entire body of work. I would drop it yeah. on, I would stretch your revenue streams yeah. across like four different revenue streams. I think streams. if you're especially new, Same. if you're new, you need to get your feet wet. Maybe make a single Merch, and sure. go with it. Single, yeah. video, like there's a lot of content that you can create that can make you money. Um, and I would say do that first and you don't need a body of work and until you're deeper into the realm, until you know more of your sound too. Yeah, yeah I agree. It's, it's I like, think like until you figure like out what works. Yeah, yeah I like think this singles is, are yeah. great promotion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. It's like marketing. Doing that you got to stop looking at your music is, as being a moneymaker because it's not. And mm-hmm. if you look at it as being as being a marketing tool and you're figuring out revenue streams without that and you just look at that as being extra oh, yeah. money, I think you build a, a 
better, stronger, more sustainable career that can move into any realm and not just have to be tandem to music. You know? it, it's the perfect thing to share for a band on social media. Yeah. I mean, like honestly, music, that, is. Is, that is the epitome yeah. of what you could be sharing on there. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's, it's perfect promotion in that regard. Yeah. I mean, in the end, I really think that, like, and, you know, not to bring it back to being, like, you know, a total mayor lover, but the, That's but okay. the, we'll the idea you. of blending full record collections and also singles in the mix mm -hmm. keeps people on their toes. Yeah, man. definitely. I think that's really amazing. Definitely. And I think that I think for hundred percent, I think that yeah. the future is totally hold yourself and roll yeah. singles. Well, I'm not stupid it, enough to act. Well, Spotify like, playlists doesn't function off of album playlists. They function off of single playlists. So mm -hmm. what is hot in music right now? It's Spotify playlists, and they're not putting entire albums on their playlists. They're Seems just like putting it, singles. it would cater to your core fans. Yeah, you know, like that's that, what my that notes approach. say. It says you build a more loyal fan base faster by rolling yeah. out singles. Because if I love a band, I want more updates, right? Yeah. As frequently as possible. Kind of like feed it out. You know. Just want to yeah. consume it. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Just want to consume it. But yeah, I think that there is even a psychological aspect of creating a routine of work. Um, if you think about a salesperson, a salesperson works really hard and then they land the sale. And then that's the reward from the work on the front end. And so the same thing with with rolling out singles constantly is it's like, here's my work, here's here's the repercussions of my work. Here's my work, repercussions, work, repercussions. Yeah. So you're building this cycle, yeah, this strategy, like cycle. this routine <laughs> psychologically of rolling things out every two weeks to a month. Um again, based on the, the single aspect of things, but then you're just creating this behavior in yourself where you are rolling things out consistently and it's new and, and you're building a relationship with your fans that says that you're always on the forefront of newness, you know? So then put it that's on my story. I'm sticking, I'm sticking to it. I'm sticking to it. Well, Post it on Instagram or something. I'm saying. Check out their uh, Instagram. That's what the I'm saying. Episode. But yeah, I do see both aspects though. I do see the storytelling aspect of it and how it, you, it's like an author of a book is not going to write one chapter and give the book to somebody else and allow them to write another chapter. Although that would be a cool book and Maybe cool perspectives. Maybe on something there. Maybe on something there. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody better Releasing be stealing books, that yet. Releasing books one chapter at a time mm -hmm. oh boy, I like it. Uh -oh. Oh boy. it's like the Netflix new age. yeah that you're shit. welcome yeah. that was free you know guys I mean? that was wait till next free. week this is some a this mm -hmm. is some uh, like jj abrams it'd be like an episode. npr really new age shit man <laughs> new age shit you're this, welcome this week we're in africa so <laughs> the 23rd chapter of the never ending story for real i kind of like it the so, never ending story for real <laughs> let's take let's take um uh, let's run through and let's vote on if we are going single or album and give like your final like hoorah selling points. The final say? Yeah, you just you you sell to that camera where, right where there. Are we, what side are we starting on? Your side? Yeah. Uh -huh. She's uh, looking at you. Looking at you. <laughs> All right. Well, I think you're going to end up making more money by selling physical product. So that would be your CDs. And if you got it, go with uh, getting some vinyl. You know what I mean? Like what Patrick was saying. You know, it, it, they want something physical if they're going to get some money. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then uh, second of all, I'd like to say that uh, singles are perfect for promotion. So just take into consideration how many millions of you know streams you would require to, to be the equivalent of you selling a CD for 5 to $10. Mm. I um, have to say music is your marketing tool. This is how you're going, going to market your brand, your empire. This is how Jay-Z marketed himself. It wasn't his music marketing. It was marketing him, and he blew up to this like empire of doing a ton of different things. So mm-hmm. I think your music is marketing. Stop banking on that to be your livelihood and your income. Build an empire of where you have multiple revenue streams that doesn't that have to be. bank on your music. Mm-hmm. So I say do what feels good. Uh, if a single, yeah, uh, if a single uh, gets you started and gets you like primed to make more music and you're like, man, I'm that America, that Americana band that has a story to tell. I'm, and I just like feel really fresh off this. You know, I got some mo- momentum. I have uh, some experience. Then go for that album. Yeah. And I'm going to say, man, like, I, th- I really honestly, I mean, this is such a freaking cop-out, man. But I really believe it's a combination of both. And here's the reason why. <laughs> well, that's what I, that's what I, I think we said. And here's the reason why. We got a couple, uh, we got a couple different generations sitting coming at this in. Table. If record an album and use it as for what, what is What is your inspiration, right? If you are as a prolific songwriter as that something is just really driving you that you can release 10 songs at a time, freaking do it. You know what I mean? But if you're in the middle of an album and something hits you as an inspiration, then John Mayer it and put your Mayer. singer out right in the middle mm-hmm. of your your, yeah. your album release. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. I just think that's if you're stuff. that prolific of a songwriter and you're writing that much that all points to the same message, collect them, put them together, and put it out. And I also think that like every artist out there, and this is just my opinion and not everybody in the world has to agree with me, but I feel like if you are an artist, you should at least have one body of work that is your foundation. And then from that point forward, launch singles. If you don't you. have a marketing, you got to have a mic- marketing strategy for everything. Like if, if you do have a body of work, you have to have a, a strategic, super strategic rollout strategy. If you don't, then you, you're... You need to hire somebody. You're in the wrong realm. (laughs) Do not release anything until you hire somebody. But again, um, I just think to be able to stay agile, you can't be committed. You can't be committed to twelve songs. (laughs) But guys, we love you guys. But this is it. We're giving too many secrets away, and we can't give you everything (laughs) in one setting. Download this episode. Subscribe to Nashville Unsigned Podcast on Apple Music. Google, SoundCloud, get us on Spotify. We love you guys. Come to our live events. Thank you, and I know we're out. Catch you later.